Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Mike and I'm going to be your host tonight as we've got another lucky contestant on the hot seat. Uh, coming back for what I believe is his second time, or is it third? Second. Okay, just second. Well, you were in the tournament too, so. And, right. and had a very, very close matchup in the tournament, so. We'll see, we'll see how you fare tonight. Uh, it is from Raleigh, North Carolina. You know him. You love him. I've known him even longer. Jeff Woodhead, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I am. I'm all right. Uh, how about you? <laughs> I I could complain, but what good would it do? Nah, it's like as we were saying before before we started uh, the show. It's it's been a day, but I'm I'm happy to have a good buddy and a tasty beverage to uh, wash it all down, right. if you will. What are you Let's drinking tonight? Uh, well. I figured since uh, one often makes a fool of oneself while attempting to answer a shit ton of trivia questions, I would drink a beer called Foolproof. Ah. Uh, it is a collaboration between Trophy Brewing right here down the street in Raleigh and our mutual friend brewing out in Denver. So uh, it's a uh, a rare style of beer. It's a dark mild. Uh, so it's got the... Uh, kind of the general bearing of a, of a stout or at least a dunkel, but it's only 3.8. Yep. Uh, it's a very nice beer. I, uh, had one, uh, about a week ago and grabbed this one out of the fridge this morning. So, uh, this morning, a couple <laughs> days, minutes ago, I didn't want it to warm up that much. <laughs> right. I was going to say, <laughs> let's see if I can do this. I'm usually drinking like liquor or some shit on here. So, Oh, this is a very good pop. This is a very good pop. Hey, I recorded an episode the other night and I completely stomped on his pop. So I'm hoping I'm going to be able to fix that in post. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, is is the uh, low ABV what makes it foolproof? It keeps you from acting too much like a fool. Is that the idea you think? Maybe. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. The, uh, the tagline says a deeply considered collaboration. I don't know. Okay. Uh, cool. I guess maybe they just thought about it way too much and eventually got around to doing it. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> well, you know, you have been pretty, as we were discussing before uh, the show, you have been pretty foolproof uh, in your uh, previous hot seat. You hold <laughs> the current record for the shortest streak of incorrect answers. You have never l missed more than two questions in a row in your original hot seat. So no pressure or anything, but right, yeah, uh, if you miss more than two. <laughs> let's get three wrong right off the bat. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Just get it out of the way early, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, as for me, I've got a very lovely beer here. Uh, it is called the Strawberry Shake. India Pale Ale. That is exactly what it sounds like. It is. It's extremely good. I lo I love these kind of milkshakey IPAs. Yeah. Uh, it's from Westbrook Brewing. Uh, I was going to say is, that sounded really familiar. And yep. I was wondering, is that a Westbrook beer? Yeah, yep. Okay. It is definitely a Westbrook <laughs> beer. It's got that nice picture of a cow on it. I, they they do a couple nice. of these milkshake <laughs> variety uh, IPAs, but they're really really good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the one of theirs that I've had fairly recently. Uh, it's, it, they do a lot of fun, fruity stuff too. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, they're down in Mount Pleasant, right? Down That's right, Mount Charles. Pleasant, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is a little more than uh, well, not quite twice yours. It's seven percent ABV, but okay. I, I don't have to maintain. Well, I guess I really should probably maintain more coherency since I'm the one reading the questions. But <laughs> no one's no one's really. If I stumble over myself, no one really cares, right? Right. Yeah. I mean. I guess no, you can. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that, that doesn't make sense at all. Because if you're, if your question reader doesn't make any sense, then it's a pretty lousy trivia show. Let's be real. <laughs> or an awesome trivia show. That, that is true. Like there are two directions you can go with that. You just, uh, you, I'm picturing the, uh, the guy with like a marijuana joint in a, uh, a big old <laughs> smoke filled studio, just saying random words. And you're like, <laughs> This is the question. You have to guess what I'm referring to. Your there you question go. is word association, man. <laughs> Trees. <laughs> slippers. June bug. The, the trivia game where you have to figure out what the question is. <laughs> Except not Jeopardy style. 
right. Well, to to the point though, the last time we played, well, we're, we're not playing together right now. I'm, but uh, the last time we were together on one of these episodes, uh, we were quite inebriated. And oh yes, <laughs> recording a, recording a random thing at like midnight that we never the thought anybody would hear. For student episode, exactly. <laughs> So, sorry, folks. Uh, I I can't speak for Jeff, but I can speak for myself that I am not nearly that far gone tonight. Uh, but there will still be shenanigans, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm one glass of wine in. That's uh, it's not super crazy. Yeah, and as you said, you're drinking a mild. So, yeah. All right, are you ready to dive in? Yeah, let's do it. All right, your timer will start after I read the first question. All right. In the human body, a bicuspid can refer to a type of tooth and a type of valve located in what organ? The heart. The heart is a correct answer. In the human body, the pancreas is part of both the endocrine system and what other system? The digestive system? The digestive system is a correct answer. In the iconic World War II poster, We Can Do It, Rosie the Riveter is depicted doing what? Flexing her biceps. That is literally what is written down here, so you are correct. (laughs) (laughs) In the Kurt Vonnegut novel, Breakfast of Champions, what is referred to as the Breakfast of Champions? Crap. You know, I just read this book uh, a few months ago, and I'm completely spacing on that. Uh... Isn't it like beer or something? Ah, <laughs> uh, they were very close. It's martinis. Martinis. All yeah. Right, yeah. And it was something alcoholic. I just, I couldn't, couldn't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'd read that book and I couldn't have gotten there either. All right. In the late 1800s, William Boss Tweed led a corrupt political machine centered in what U.S. city? New York City. <laughs> New York City. Get a rope. Get a rope. (laughs) (laughs) That is a correct answer. In the late 1860s, Charles and Max Fleischmann created America's first commercially produced what? Margarine? Nope. It's actually yeast. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I know I've seen the name in the grocery store somewhere and I couldn't remember (laughs) from what. (laughs) Yep. That's from yeast. Yeah. So there you go. In the late 90s, a chihuahua named Gidget served as the spokesdog for what restaurant chain? Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Taco Bell is a correct answer. In the logo for the office supply company Staples, what letter appears to be formed from a bent staple? L. L is correct. In the mid-20th century, what U.S. state grew about 80% of the world's pineapples? Hawaii? Hawaii is a correct answer. In the military, a Huey is a type of what? Helicopter. Helicopter is a correct answer. In the military, a U.S. Marine with the ranking E3 is better known as a Lance what? Corporal. Lance Corporal is correct. You're on a roll. Reasonably certain I don't get either of those two questions if I don't know you, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And that's completely fair. (laughs) In the movie Arthur, what does Arthur say to elicit his butler's famous dry response, I'll alert the media? <laughs> I haven't seen this movie and know nothing about it other than being caught between the moon and New York City. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go with my milk is warm or something. I don't know. <laughs> Good guess. Good guess. Uh, it's, I'm going to take a bath. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. uh, that, you know, that's okay. That was the best thing you could do. Man. <laughs> um. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that happened. Okay. Here's another movie question for you, Jeff. In the movie Mean Girls, a naive teen played by Lindsay Lohan tangles with a popular clique of girls nicknamed what? The plastics. Holy the crap, plas- a movie question I actually knew. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> You're the one that was able to name all four of the the plastics in, a, in that in a previous episode. So I was it's like, true. I'm pretty sure he's going to get this one. All right. 
Only three more movie questions <laughs> in a row. Yeah. Um, these might have been alphabetized. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> in the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, how many of the dwarfs' names do not end in Y? Sleepy, Sneezy, I think two. Two is a correct answer. Doc and Bashful, I believe. Yeah. In the movie The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, the king in the title refers to whom? Aragorn. Aragorn is a correct answer. It's just as much a literature question, really. Right. (laughs) In the movie The Sound of Music, the Von Trapps escape the Nazis by trekking through what mountain range? The Alps? And the Alps is a correct answer. That was really more of a geography question. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we, we didn't need to get more specific there, did we? <laughs> okay. You, I know you could, but they're not asking for more specific. The Alps <laughs> is a correct answer. All right. Done with movie questions. In the name of, commu- for a while, for now at least, in the name of <laughs> communications giant AT&T, the second T originally stood for what? It's American Telephone and Telegraph. So, Telegraph. That is correct. In the name of the famous 1980s British band, what word follows psychedelic? Furs. Furs is a correct answer, and that is also the next question on my list, so we're going to skip it. Impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. In the NATO... We'll call that a copy-paste era. In the NATO phonetic alphabet that begins Alpha Bravo Charlie, how do you spell USA? Well, it ends in alpha. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I gave you one of those. Uh, I think the other two are like Union Sigma or something. I don't know. Ah, You're you're on the right track. Uniform Sierra Alpha. Uniform Sierra. Well, those are both three syllables. That's that's I didn't realize they went in with three syllables at any point. Yeah, there's a few apparently. Clearly. Yeah. In the nautical expression, shiver me timbers, the word timbers originally referred to what? The masts on a ship? I have here the hull of the ship. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. So, But you're close. You're on the right track. Yeah. All right. In the news in 2012, a type of political fundraising group that can raise and spend unlimited money is called a what? The super PAC. A super pack is a correct answer. In the novel A Tale of Two Cities, Madame Defarge spends most of her time doing what? Just knitting a quilt. (laughs) Knitting a quilt is a correct answer. (laughs) I don't know why that detail sticks out to me, too. Yeah, it's pretty pretty vivid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In the novel Twilight... Edward and Bella attend Forks High School, located in what U.S. state? Washington. I've been to Forks. So, <laughs> actually, that's a geography question, folks. <laughs> Wait, so it's it's a real high school then? I didn't know that. I don't know if the high school is real. The town is very real. I got uh, They I got actually, you. in their uh, visitor's center, they have large cardboard cutouts of Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart from the movie. Like you do. But they're also like really lean heavily into their logging history. So it's this weird <laughs> mixture of like burly dudes in flannel cutting down trees. Right. And and sparkly vampires. Vampires. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Washington is a correct answer, and I'm ashamed to say that I knew that one also. <laughs> in the number four point two three one. What digit is in the hundredths place? Three. Three is a correct answer. In the nursery rhyme, The Farmer in the Dell, what stands alone? I. <laughs> Good guess. It was the cheese. The cheese stands alone. <laughs> okay. Hi ho, uh, the dairy. Thought it was solely from Godsmack. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I should have picked up on that sooner. <laughs> in the Old Testament, who said, I am a stranger in a strange land? I'm assuming it's not Robert Heinlein. <laughs> My first thought, too. Uh, I believe it's Joseph. I have Moses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you probably know more about the Old Testament than I do, so. 
but that's what I have on my, that's what I have written down. I mean, it's probably right. Yep. In the Olympics, a decathlon has how many more events than a triathlon? Is this a trick question somehow? No, but it's a phantom math question. <laughs> <laughs> like, because if the answer is anything other than seven, there's going to be some very, uh, uh, confusing things here right because the <laughs> i have did you say decathlon or heptathlon no i'm I was, I was messing around with you i was gonna say okay. i have heptathlon which is a decathlon minus the triathlon, triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah seven seven is absolutely a correct answer that was like is that a stealth math question yeah <laughs> all right in the opening credits, what cartoon dad drops off his two kids at Little Dipper School and Orbit High School? George Jetson. <laughs> that is correct. In the original edition of Trivial Pursuit, what category is represented by the color yellow? Fuck. History. History is a correct answer. In the Oscar-nominated 2009 movie, Fantastic Mr. Fox, who voices Mr. Fox? Wasn't that George Clooney? It was absolutely George Clooney. Well done. <laughs> Jeff, if you do not get this one, <laughs> I, I don't even know. In, in the phrases bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah, bar and bat are Hebrew words meaning what? Son and daughter. <laughs> Son and daughter is a correct answer. <laughs> I gewalt. <give> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. In the popular abbreviation FAQ, the letter A stands for what? Asked. Asked is a correct answer. Well done. In the popular children's song, On Top of Spaghetti, what causes the singer's meatball to roll off the table? Top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed. Sneeze. Yeah, <laughs> somebody sneezes. That is correct. I I actually had to sing the song, or I would not have gotten that. <laughs> oh, that's hey, that whatever gets you there, man. That's completely fine. All right, Jeff, you got a little more than thirty minutes left. All right, so you're a third of the way there. In the popular diet book, Eat Right for Your Type, what is the type the author wants you to eat right for? Body type? That would make sense, but apparently it's blood type. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, 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 I'm up on my real science. I'm not up on my bullshit science. <laughs> <I> was... So <laughs> I'm not going to be able to pull that one. <laughs> I'm not enough of a scientist to say that, but I was definitely thinking it. Okay. <laughs> Moving along. In the popular drink bubble tea, the little pearls or boba that gather at the bottom are typically made from what? I think they're tapioca. They are tapioca, and that's one of those weird facts that I know too, and I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the correct answer. Have you ever even had bubble tea? I've never even had bubble tea. I haven't. My teenager went through a very brief period of obsession with it. But gotcha. Yeah. Okay. In the popular Ice Age movie, the acorn obsessed character Scrat is what type of fictional beast? I thought he was just a fucking squirrel. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, I think he's just a squirrel. <laughs> I'm going to need you to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> more specific than squirrel? There's a there's a specific aspect of the, of his breed of squirrel that makes it fictional. <laughs> oh god. Um ice squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a completely reasonable guess. I didn't know, I didn't know this. Apparently he's a saber-toothed squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which right. is amazing. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> All right. In the Pulitzer Prize winning novel, The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, who are Cavalier and Clay? Oh, Lord. This really uh, should say, what are Cavalier and Clay? Like, in terms of, like, what their occupation it, is? I mean, it, yeah, the answer or... is definitely an occupation, so. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I think they're journalists, but I wasn't. I, You're... I have no fucking idea. 
You're very close. They are comic book artists, apparently. Ah, okay. Yeah. That one's been on my list forever, but I've never gotten around yeah, to it. Yeah, I've never gotten around to it either. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> right. In the quality inspection process known as candling, what food is held in a bright light? Candling? It says candling. Uh, wine? <laughs> it's a good guess. Eggs, apparently. I Why there's some I <laughs> I know there's something about when you hold eggs up to light, but I I don't know what it is. But apparently it's called candling. Okay. Yeah. In the Republican Party abbreviation GOP, the G stands for what? Grand. Grand is a correct answer. In the Schoolhouse Rock cartoon conjunction function, individual words are portrayed on what? I thought it was conjunction junction first off. I did. I uh, did. I read. It says conjunction function, but you're 100 percent right. It's conjunction junction. What's your function? It's your function. Yeah. Right. Uh, aren't they on like little cars or something? Can you be more specific? Like like train cars. Train cars is a correct answer. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. All righty. In the song Folsom Prison Blues, Johnny Cash claims, "I shot a man in Reno for what callous reason? Just to watch him die." Had a feeling you would sing it, and I'm no, glad you didn't let me down. That is a correct answer. In the song Frosty the Snowman, what part of Frosty's face is made of a button? I, I don't know enough of the words to get to that point in the song. <laughs> um, eyes. Ah, uh, his eyes were made out of coal. He has a corncob pipe and a button nose. Oh, God. Nose is what we were looking for. Oh, the nose was a fucking carrot. <laughs> that would seem like a more snowman thing, but yeah. Right, alas. Yeah. In the U.S., a $100 bill is often referred to by what musical nickname? The C-note? The C-note is a correct answer. In some ways, the Benjamin could be a musical nickname, too, thanks to, like, Puff Daddy and <laughs> good point. all of those guys, right? Like, that is that is a very good point. But, yes, we were looking for, for a C-note. I, I might have given you Benjamin, though, based on that logic. <laughs> all right, Jeff. The company's McClatchy, or, excuse me, McClatchy, Gannett, and Tribune are three of the largest owners of what in the United States? Newspapers. Newspapers is a correct answer. I figured you'd get there on Gannett based on our experience. Nothing else. Well, McClatchy owns the N and O in Raleigh. Oh, so. okay. I got you. I didn't know that. Gotcha. <laughs> but yes, our personal experience with Gannett also contributes. Nope. All right. In the U.S., a bottle labeled 86 proof contains what percentage of alcohol? More stealth math questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, 43%. 43% is a correct answer. In the U.S., a car's 0 to 60 time is a measure of the car's what? Acceleration. Acceleration is a correct answer. In the U.S., what flower is traditionally worn to honor one's mother on Mother's Day? Carnation. Carnation is a correct answer. I did not know that. I guess I got to get myself a carnation. In the <laughs> this is not clearly an old question. In the upcoming biopic, The Iron Lady, <laughs> uh, Meryl Stripe, Meryl Stripe, Meryl Streep takes on what famous female? You know, I'm good, glad this didn't go the other direction because I probably wouldn't have gotten it, but it's Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher <laughs> is a correct answer. You mean you wouldn't have gotten that it was Meryl Streep? I wouldn't Streep. have gotten Meryl Streep from Margaret Thatcher, but I would have gotten, I got Margaret, yeah. Yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> Really? In the Washington, D.C. memorial honoring him, what U.S. president is depicted in a wheelchair? That'd be Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Uh, <laughs> it would be really guys. weird to depict any of the others in a wheelchair, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> artistic license, perhaps? But no, yes, Franklin Roosevelt is a correct answer. In the well known acronym LASER, the L stands for what? Light. Light is a correct answer. Light amplified by a stimulated emission of radiation. I yeah, I was, I was like, I'm pretty sure Jeff could probably <laughs> nail the whole thing. Yeah. So, yep. 
In the wireless phone abbreviation 4G, the G stands for what? Generation. Generation is a correct answer. In the world of comic books, who is Selena Kyle? Catwoman. Catwoman is a correct answer. How did I how did I know that? I don't know anything about comic books. I was actually like, this is a this is a, one of those weird questions that I and a lot of people are going to be instigates, and I'm not sure if Jeff knows it, but you did, so all well right, good job. In the world of Greek mythology, where do the souls of the deceased lie in eternal rest? Hades. This says Elysium. Oh. Interesting. I yeah. wonder if it's just the good guy. Uh, the good guys go to Elysium. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the I'm gonna, guys go to Hades. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one more question at the end because I think that's that's correct, and we'll look that up after this is over. Because right. <laughs> sheep go to Elysium, goats <laughs> go to Hades. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it just for that. <laughs> In the world of journalism, a piece designed to appeal to people's emotions is often referred to as what type of story? Human interest? Human interest story is a correct answer. In logic, the statement, this statement is a lie, is known as what? A paradox. A paradox is a correct answer. Good job. In politics, the accusatory acronym RINO stands for Republican in what? Name only. That is correct. (laughs) In the world of reality television... Who is Patty Stanger? Oh, who isn't Patty Stanger? My... <laughs> it's, it's... The answer to that question is anyone I've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who has never been in my kitchen. <laughs> right. Um, I am going to go with... Uh... Someone who won Survivor once. Ah, that's a completely reasonable guess. Uh, I'd have about as chan- good a chance of naming that if it wasn't Richard Hatch as I would naming this. I think this show is now defunct. It's called The Millionaire Matchmaker. Oh. What? Yeah. Okay. I, I vaguely okay. remember that show existed, existing, but, yeah. you know. All right. In the 1930s, a hand-cranked pasta maker inspired Adolf Anger to develop an early form of what office machine? A shredder? A paper shredder is a correct answer. Good job. In the 1950s, the Swedish company Malico debuted a line of soft, gummy candies shaped like what animals? Bears? Fish. Swedish fish. Swedish fish. Okay. Swedish was the key there. Yep. Ah, yeah. But yeah, otherwise bears was a completely reasonable (laughs) guess. In the 1970s, what sport transitioned from traditional white balls to optic yellow, which were more visible to TV viewers? Do they still use yellow balls? Because I was going to go with golf, but I can't think of another sport that uses yellow balls at any point in time. Like, yeah, it's going to say golf. I think of these balls as more green than optic yellow, but they're they're looking for tennis. Oh, okay. They're yellowish. Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> tennis ever used white. <laughs> I, I, I actually knew that somewhere in the back of my head that their balls were originally white. But. Huh, okay. Yeah. There you go. In the 1980s, Michael Jackson was rumored to sleep in a hyperbaric chamber uh, for its high levels of what gas? Uh... Well, got a one out of two shot here, so I'm going to say oxygen. And oxygen is a correct answer, yes. All right. <laughs> In the Legally Blonde movies, Elle Woods gets men's attention using a signature move called what? Oh, God, what's, what's it called? I can, I can picture Jennifer Coolidge doing it and breaking some dude's nose. It's, <laughs> uh, uh, it's the bend and snap. It is the bend and snap. All right. <laughs> Is, nice. is this one of these movies that you've seen and I haven't? There aren't many of those. I, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I have seen it. I remember it pretty pretty well. I didn't realize you hadn't. Okay, I I have not. It's a it's a weird gap in my movie viewership. Yeah, I've actually always heard it's pretty good. All right, sorry, I lost my place here for a second. In the Little Thinkers doll series, what thinker comes with a detachable ear? 
Van Gogh? It is 100% Van Gogh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, if I kept a better poker be any face. any reason for anyone else. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, Evander Holyfield or right. the cop in Reservoir Dogs are the only other two answers I can think of to that question. Anyway. In the 90s, what singer lent the smooth touch of his voice to the Fabric of Our Lives jingle in TV ads for cotton? <laughs> I'm just going to guess Luther Vandross. Really good guess. When I see the answer, it makes total sense, but I never would have pulled it. Aaron Neville. Oh, yeah. All right. you, know, <laughs> you can hear it. Now, now that you know it, now it's him, you can it. hear it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In their logo, department store giant Macy's replaces what should be an apostrophe with what symbol? Star. Star is a correct answer. In total, how many silhouetted faces appear on a 2007 U.S. postage stamp that honors jury duty? Uh, 12? 12 is a correct answer. <laughs> Assume they weren't going weird there. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> In two Peanuts movies in the 1980s, future black-eyed P. Fergie voiced what blonde-haired sister of Charlie Brown? Sally? <laughs> Sally is a correct answer. He gave you about four different ends on that question. Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in video game adaptations of Toy Story, what actor's younger brother, Jim, has voiced the character Woody? Um, does Tom Hanks have a younger brother? So I'm just going to say Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks has a younger brother and his name is Jim because that's the answer we're looking for. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Jeff, you got a little more than 15 minutes left. You do still have a timeout if you want to take it. All right. But you're rolling, so I don't see any reason why you would. <laughs> Let's just keep going. In what blockbuster classic does a character crawl inside a slain Tauntaun beast to keep from freezing? Which one was it? Uh... Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back is a correct answer. In what body of water are the islands collectively known as the Grecian Archipelago found? Okay, I think I had this argument with Tim uh, <laughs> because, uh, pause, there's a story here. This is this was back on the Hot Seat Tournament, uh, and I said Mediterranean Sea, and he said, no, it's the Aegean Sea, and... I challenged that because the Aegean Sea is part of the fucking Mediterranean Sea. It didn't end up giving it to me. <laughs> but yeah, and then there's also like the Ionian Sea, which is over there. And part of the Grecian archipelago extends into the Ionian, I believe. <laughs> so the Mediterranean is the more correct answer, even though you're probably looking for Aegean. Well... <laughs> So a couple takeaways from that is we've had this question before, <laughs> but, but uh, lots of good geography info for uh, all, even though most of that random geography info, I actually knew as well. It is, uh, we do have the Aegean Sea, but you're hundred percent correct that the Mediterranean Sea, because of the spread of the uh, archipelago, see, I pronounced it right that time is probably the more accurate <laughs> answer. Regardless, I'm going to give it to you because a, it was probably unfair that it wasn't given to you before. And B, you kind of answered it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and Tim's out there doing the scoring, so he'll probably uh, that's yeah, that's true. Mark it wrong just uh, out of spite, right? <laughs> yeah, my scores are very unofficial. <laughs> In what classic comedy does a confused Steve Martin memorably exclaim, "Those aren't pillows"? <laughs> I don't know that many Steve Martin movies. Uh... Gosh, is it the jerk? No. I thought we watched this together in college. It's planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In what classical musical does the main character have a bad boy best friend named Kanicki? In what musical? In what classical musical is what they have, but yeah, in what musical? Uh, Guys and Dolls? It's a good guess. Grease. Nah, all right. it, it, I, I guess it's classic by now, but. <laughs> it's classic. It is not classical. It's definitely not classical, <laughs> but anyway. A classical musical. I... It's just called an opera. <laughs> exactly. 
Hey, we should start start calling these hot seats arias. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. sorry, one opera term that I know. In what country do government officials wear Gayaberas shirts marked by pleats and four front pockets to state functions? Uh, Cuba. Cuba is a correct answer. Oh, that was I'm, a guess. <laughs> I'm going to assume that that happens in literally no other country because that doesn't seem that specific. Like, right. I mean, anyway. In what country do people normally answer the phone by saying Moshi Moshi? Uh, America, if you're talking to our friend Ashok. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I'm going to go with Japan then, maybe. I don't know. Japan is correct. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> in what Denzel Washington movie does he say we didn't land on Plymouth Rock? Plymouth Rock landed on us. I'm gonna guess Malcolm X because he also said that. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sitting here like this is like it's not a it's not a made up quote, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Malcolm X is a correct answer. In what horror film does a disturbed romance novel enthusiast repeatedly gush? I am your number one fan. Uh, oh, Carrie, maybe. You're very close. Right author, wrong movie. Misery. Oh, God damn it. That's right. I mixed the two up. I, yep. I, I, I'm seeing Kathy Bates in my mind. Yep. <laughs> I get you. I went the wrong way. Ah. That's all good. All good. In what language do written questions begin with an upside down question mark? Espanol. Espanol is a correct answer. And again, I'm going to assume that's the only language in which that happens. There might be more. I don't know. Only one I know of, at least. Yeah, for sure. Jeff, you got a little more than 10 minutes left. All right. In what movie that was decidedly not directed by Alfred Hitchcock, and that's my one per <laughs> cast, does Jack Nicholson <laughs> repeatedly type, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy? The Shining. <laughs> The Shining is the correct answer. Sorry, Chris, it's been a while since I've done that. <laughs> In what part of the house would you find treads and risers? Um, the basement? Uh, it's staircase is what we're looking for. Staircase. Oh, okay. Mm. Now, I'll take the word for it. In what U.S. national park do backpackers brave challenging rim-to-rim hike? Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is a correct answer. In what U.S. state does the U.S. own the highest percentage of land, over 80%? Alaska. I have New Mexico here. Excuse me, not New Mexico, Nevada. Sorry. Nevada? Yeah, I just saw it as a, a glance and I saw New Mexico, but it's Nevada. Well, I guess it depends on how you count some of the national forests. I, um, yeah, we. I'll tell you what, we'll um, put a pin in that one. Yeah, we'll 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 research that one later as well. In what year did the United States celebrate its sesquicentennial? Another stealth math question. Sesquicentennial <laughs> is 150. So, we're going to go with 1926. 1926 is a correct answer. In what year did thousands of baby boomers converge in San Francisco for the so-called Summer of Love? Uh, 67. 67 is a correct answer. Good job. Two years before Brian Adams got his first real six string. <laughs> yeah, he bought it at the five and dime. <laughs> in what game is spinning the rods considered an illegal move? Oh, foosball. <laughs> Foosball is a correct answer. Well done. It's like, should I answer the question or make a sex joke? I don't know which. <laughs> <laughs> so life is full of very difficult decisions sometimes. I had a little less than eight minutes to go. In About a Boy, Hugh Grant's character lives off the royalties from what one-hit wonder Christmas song? I don't remember the name of the fucking song. <laughs> I remember that it was a Christmas song, and it's this ambient thing throughout the entire movie and read the book. So maybe if I'd read the book, it would help me actually place the name of the song. Uh, it's like Christmas cheer or something. I don't remember what the hell it was called. 
I've read the book and seen the movie, and there's no way in hell I'm pulling this. It is Santa's Super Sleigh. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds more like a horror movie about Santa going on a mur- murderous rampage, to be honest. But... <laughs> in Highlights for Children magazine, what character serves as Gallant's ill-mannered counterpart? Goofus. Goofus is a correct answer. For years, I thought that was pronounced gallant and not gallant because I never heard <laughs> the... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's one of those. Anyway. In the Star-Spangled Banner, the adjective perilous is used to describe what? Oh, gosh. Is it a knight or a fight? Uh, I think it's fight. Perilous fight is a correct answer. Good job. Good yeah. job. In the Princess Bride... Better get this one. The vengeful Inigo Montoya seeks a murderer who has what? Uh, pardon me. Do you have uh, six fingers on your uh, left hand? <laughs> they didn't even ask for the hand, but I knew you were going to give me the hand. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Jeff, another Twilight question. <laughs> In Twilight, Edward and Bella listen to a recording of Claire de Lune a famous piano piece by what composer? Debussy. Okay, I was like, "That's not a Twilight that's not question, a Twilight question at all." Like, <laughs> did we need that? No music question. Anyway, that is a correct answer. Yes, well done. And I would never have known they listened to it in Twilight, but I would have been able to answer that question <laughs> <Right>. anyway. <laughs> You'll love this one. We've made this joke before, including its main thoroughfare. What southern city has over one hundred streets named Peachtree? Atlanta. That's right. You go straight on Peachtree for a while. You take a left on Peachtree and then you take a right on Peachtree and you're right there. (laughs) Increasingly popular in the U.S., the Southeast Asian sport Muay Thai is a form of what? Boxing. Can you be more specific? Kickboxing? Kickboxing is the correct (laughs) answer. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I can't just couldn't just give you boxing, but I was okay. like, what else? You know, if I asked viewers, was like, what the hell else is he gonna say? <laughs> Increasingly popular in the United States, Pink Berry and Red Mango are the two retail ch- are two retail chains that primarily sell what? Uh, I don't know, uh, yogurt. Can you be more specific? <laughs> Frozen yogurt. Yes, that's the correct answer. Like, damn it, I had to ask you to be more specific, but by asking you, I give you the answer. Anyway. Right. Yeah, that's happened twice now. In a row. Yeah. (laughs) See if we get to 37. Anyway. (laughs) Indicating how the food is prepared, the cuisine crudo means what in Italian? Raw? Raw is a correct answer. Good job. Indigenous to Central and South America, the Bushmaster is a type of what animal? A snake. A snake is a correct answer. Well done. (laughs) Okay. Inspired by the decor of the room where Nick Cannon proposed in 2011, Mariah Carey named her baby boy what? Silk? Moroccan, apparently. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Inspiring a character in a Robert Redford film... Buck Branneman is known for his ability to whisper to what animals? The um, um, horses. Horses is correct. Well done. I forgot that movie was directed by Robert Redford. Introduced as a ready-to-serve drink in 1950, Hawaiian Punch's original flavor is now called what? Red. Can you be more specific? <laughs> well, at least this one doesn't give it away. All right. I have no effing clue. A tropical red. It's a great guess. Fruit juicy red, apparently, is the answer oh, to that question. Okay. <laughs> uh, introduced by infomercial legend Ron Popeil, GLH formula number nine offers a solution to what problem? Not quite as catchy as Love Potion number nine. Uh, I'm going to say uh, hair loss. That is a correct answer. Good job. <laughs> Help me, Mr. Paul Pal. <laughs> <laughs> 
introduced in 1559. Good God, this has been going on that long. Introduced in 1559, the Vatican's Index Librorum Prohibitorum is a list of what? Uh, that just kind of sounds like banned books. It, it it really does. So yeah, banning books. It's a ancient practice. <laughs> <laughs> Introduced in 1898, what brand of soap was named for the two kinds of oil that were used to produce it? Um, dial? Good guess. Palm olive. Palm olive. Oh, I was thinking hand soap, not <laughs> dish soap. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't very specific. All right. Down to our last question here, I think. Introduced in 1928, red stripe beer is brewed in what country? Jamaica. Jamaica is a correct answer, and we're at the end of our time, but I did promise you one more question because uh, there was one we were going to go back and look at, and I forget what it was, but we'll find it. I know it, we were going to look at the Arizona, the Alaska-Nevada one. Yeah, and, and there was another there's, one, too. There's another one we are going to go back at, too. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. in the meantime, you get one more question. Oh, the Elysium Hades. Oh, Elysium and Hades. That's right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's your final question, and I apologize. Introduced in 1979, crokies were designed to prevent people from losing what fashion accessory? Um, okay. <laughs> this question is kind of a shakedown. <laughs> Waiting for that one to register for everyone. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> God, I said it was invented in 1979. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's, um, wow. That, yeah, I feel shame. Sorry. I, sorry, I just sang that song as a lullaby to my four-year-old like an hour and a half ago. That's fair, uh, but but uh, th- th- there's an urgency th- of now here, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I guess it's going to be like a watch. Good guess. Um, if I told you fashion accessory is a really bad term here because some of us, including me and you, need this glasses, particular glasses. Glasses yeah. thing. It's yeah. the little glasses. It's the little <laughs> glasses thing. So well, Jeff, I know you we don't keep a official score here, but my by unofficial tally has you at 73, which is a very good showing. All right. Out of uh and that I did not many. that I did not calculate. <laughs> Because I, I kind of skipped all over the place because I was some questions I read, I was like, we definitely have had that one before. And yeah, I definitely yeah. skipped around a little more than I normally would because I was and I also just was like, eh, that's that one's going to be way too easy for him. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did give you the bar and bot, bot mitzvah question just because it was too funny. Right. <laughs> all right. Edit point here. We're going to look up the Elysian Hades thing because I'm curious. All right. I'm going to give you that question because Elysium was actually a part of Hades. Huh. So you weren't okay. wrong. I wasn't wrong. Let's okay, yeah. Just, yeah. So Here's let's it. see. What it says is Elysium is in the underworld. It's not a celestial heaven. Okay. Uh but it but it is it is ba- effectively the place where the good people go is what it sounds like just at a glance. So Yeah. All right. This says, this says today Nevada contains 48 million acres of public land amounting to 63% of the state. That's according to BLM. Okay, so that's uh, less than 80. Yeah. Alaska um, says this uh, includes approximately 70 million surface acres and 220 million subsurface acres. That's uh, not helpful, guys. Hmm. Um, but I don't know exactly what percentage of alaska that actually is according to fact sheet the federal government is still the largest land owner in alaska with 60 percent of the total area okay so nevada is still co- the correct answer <clears throat> the, the number was incorrect but nevada 80. is still the correct answer yes 63 62 versus 60 okay yep that, that, i'll take the l on that one then it, it's po- <laughs> it's possible some of these questions are a little outdated and given the <laughs> given the whole upcoming film, The Iron Lady, which I'm pretty sure Meryl Streep won her third Oscar for like 10 years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, these questions have been sourced from all over the place. There's several duplicates. So, 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. But fair enough. Not nonetheless, like I said, Jeff, you uh you had a great showing. Uh Tim will do the official uh count when he listens to the episode, but I'm not sure you missed more than two in a row anyway. I miss I remember missing three. Did you do th- I was like at I most did, you I missed, missed three. three. There was a which three, is still an yeah. incredible streak in my hot seat most recently. I think I missed like seven in a row at one point. I had a brutal yeah. run there for a while. But so very well. And honestly, even at three, you might well you would still have you'll you're not gonna break your own record, but I think even at three right. you'd probably still have it. So uh <laughs> How do you feel second time? Any different than your first? I mean, not super different, I guess. Uh, maybe uh, a little more chill, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that's the that's the way I felt too. Each one, I've kind of just been like a little less high strong. Like my first time, I was super like keyed right. in, and then each time, I was just like, you know what? Just take it easy. You don't have to answer everything right away. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, like I said, uh, very, very well done. You didn't have one of those extremely brutal miss streaks, which that's the hardest part of the hot seat to me is when you've gotten several wrong in a row and you're starting to doubt yourself and everything that you right, in your life. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All righty. Uh, we'll go ahead and sign off here for us uh, real quick. Uh, if you do like what we're doing here at the Pub Trivia Experience and you want to support the show and uh, get some of the additional content that we provide, uh, patreon.com slash PTEBB is your source to do that and become a uh, paying subscriber. Like I said, we have uh, additional bonus content that we provide there on a regular basis. Uh, some of the higher levels we'll get, we'll send you t-shirts and cool shit like that. So, uh, go check that out. Uh, if you can't financially support the show, we totally understand that. That's uh, tough for a lot of people. Uh, but if you have a few moments and could leave us a nice review or just drop us a five-star rating, it would really help us grow our audience. Uh, if you just want to interact with us because we're hilarious and awesome, uh, you can find us at the lounge for fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology on Facebook. And we are entirely too active probably on our discord, which is uh, you can find at ptebb.com slash discord. Uh, there's more information about the socials in the show notes, but that is enough for me for the pub trivia experience. I have been Mike. I have been Jeff. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. I should have a timer ready, which I do not. So I'm going to fix that real quick. Sorry, I'm ordinarily more prepared. I figured with you I could wing it a little more. That's fine. And you would just laugh at me like, yep, that's the same idiot that I've known for over 20 years. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right. To resume. <laughs>